wealth, knowledge yourself. If you ain't on that, won't nothing else help. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. You ain't with that, you probably living like savages. Health, wealth, knowledge yourself. If you ain't on that, won't nothing else help. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. You ain't with that, you probably living like savages. When the mind's right, it shines like from the highest heights to the what up good people welcome to episode 175 of the project rook podcast this my friends is your holistic and that good old common sense pursuit of health and wellness if you don't know how we get down we're talking all things health all things wealth all things most importantly knowledge of self Can I see myself? Do I know myself? Can I see myself? Can you see yourself? Like, can you really see yourself? I don't know. I don't know if we can. And let's just say you can, right? Is it possible that you could have some blind spots? When you get in your car, you're surrounded by windows. You got one in the front, one in the back, and you got two on the side. Yet and still, (laughs) there's still a blind spot. There's still a part. A car can be right beside you. And if you're just looking through your side view mirrors, you don't see it. You don't see it. It's right there, but you don't see it. I'm your host, baby, Rook the Great. And if you're wondering who the hell told me I'm great, she. I wonder who the hell told you that you were not. How you come in? How you, how did you come into this physical experience? How did you ride the wave of all that is powerful? All that is love, all that is knowing, all that is, (sighs) all that is all, all that is creation. How in the world could you come in through that channel and doubt for a second? That that is not you. That that is not within you and without you. You know what I mean. In you. Out of you. Around you. Through. (laughs) How is that possible? What's up good people? What's going on? How you feeling? How you living? You alive? Is you alive? I'm alive. I'm here. I ain't going nowhere. Well, you know, you can't speak so, don't speak so fast now. That's one thing I used to hate about the church. I hate that, that idea that you can't speak power into your life. It's such a contradiction. Like, if I say with certainty and complete conviction that I ain't going nowhere, then that's what I mean. I ain't going nowhere. No time soon. Because I just decided. What have you decided? You decided to hang around? You going to play? Well, you're miserable. All you can see is what's wrong with the world. All you can see is what's getting worse. I see everybody preparing for the worst. As if that's the only option. As if there aren't an infinite number of other options. (laughs) Why are we preparing for the worst? Well, no, well, you know, Rook, I'm just hoping for the best. But I'm preparing for the worst. No, nigga. It's both. Law of assumption. 
what you're doing in your creative world, which is your real world, right? That's your workshop. So what you do when you plan for the worst is you go in your creative workshop and you formulate exact images, an exact playbook, a play-by-play of how you want things to unfold. How you expect, I should say. Maybe maybe in heart of hearts, you don't want that to unfold that way. But you go in and you create scene by scene <laughs> of what you expect to unfold. And to counter that, to be a smart human, to be a good human, you say, I'm a plan to to not be affected negatively by the thing that I'm creating. Don't you see how that's insane a little bit? Just a little bit. I'm telling you what I know. Tell, ask, ask me how I know. I'm telling you what I know now. <laughs> Don't you think that's a little bit insane? Kind of like hustling backwards like you spinning your wheels. That I am going into the most powerful place that exists. That is the mind within myself. And I'm going there to construct. To build. To draw forth. The opposite of what I want. And in order to feel good about doing that. I am in my physical self. Right? My conscious mind physical mind, whatever you want to call it, preparing how to respond against that thing <laughs> that I didn't want to begin with. And I'm telling you, cause it's interesting. I've been to hell recently. Have you been to hell? We should, I'm going to do a whole, I don't know. Maybe I do a YouTube video on that. You need to go to hell sometimes. You need to go. I've gone to hell and back. I've been to hell and back a couple times. This has probably been... No, it ain't probably. This has been the worst visit yet. <laughs> I can laugh about it now. Life is so delicious. Don't ever forget how delicious life is. And it's going to stretch you. It's going to test you. It's, it's always, to me, asking, are you who you think you are? You sure? Are you who you think you are? We, we know you got the practice. We know you got the affirmations. We know you got the gods and the ancestors. So you claim you got, you got your, all the tools, astrology, you got the herbs, you got the prayer, you got your books, the Bibles. We got, we got it. You, we know you got all of that. But when the pressure's on, what you got then? What is your natural response when life get thick? What do you revert to? Hmm. Mm. If you don't know, you're going to find out. I tell you that. And you better hope you find out. That's a good thing to find that out. And matter of fact, it's, that, that's a perfect segue into the topic, right? Because some of us can't get away from this thing. I need you to understand. I need you to understand. I need you to understand that some of us cannot get away from this thing. And once you've been activated... There is no turning back. Ain't no turning back, Jack. That's how you know it's you. Shout out to um, uh, one of the peeps on um, IG, Emilio. Hopefully I'm pronouncing your name correctly. He was like, Rook, damn, when the next podcast? And we're going to get this thing back. 
on track Wednesdays okay we getting back on track so I told him Friday then I thought it was gonna be Saturday but here we are nonetheless <laughs> nonetheless here we are but he said um what did he say he was like speak on something about the chosen I don't want to mess it up or get it wrong but something that I've talked about before um what was it i'm trying to think he said speak on or can you remind us about how the chosen chosen ones choose themselves right and 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 this all ties in together the chosen ones choose themselves how do you know if you wanted the chosen ones let me let me let me tell you how you know you're not this this idea all the chaos that's going on in the world it's not my problem I got 99 problems and what the world is doing is not one. Well, you say that it's going to affect you sooner. Hey, man, you do whatever you feel you need to be doing right now. And if you feel like it is more conducive, more productive, more useful and effective for you to concern yourself with the world and what it's doing and to pretend like you getting emotionally distraught and devastated is going to somehow help it then you do just that you do just that but my focus is on my world i was telling in a circle uh, i was listening to reverend knight and he said Let me see if I'm let me see if I'm gonna mess it up. Get it correct. <laughs> he said the moment. No, he said miracles happen when you make a clear decision. I was like, damn, that's good. Miracles happen when you make a clear decision. And so, if there are areas in your life, I'm kind of going off on a tangent just for a moment, but that just came to me. If you got areas in your life where you don't feel like things are happening. You, you want things to happen in a big way, in a miraculous way. The question you should ask yourself is, have I made a clear decision? And I'm here to tell you, baby, I'm here to tell you, you haven't. I know you haven't. You might think you have. You haven't. You haven't. Your mind is all over the place. Your thoughts are all over the place. And although you are sprinkling in what it is that you want as far as your thoughts, your dominant thought is the opposite of that. Don't argue with me on this. I'm, I'm saying this with 100% conviction. It is you. It is your attention. It is your thoughts. And the moment your attention goes left, your thoughts going with it. It's going. So anyway, what, what was we talking about before I got off track? Uh, choosing yourself. Choosing yourself. The chosen ones choose themselves. If, if, if mind is all and the universe is mental... What does that really mean? That everything is consciousness. <laughs> everything is consciousness. That's what God is. Consciousness is your mind. It's your imagination. When you say I am, I am means your awareness of being. So at that moment, if you say I am poor, I am rich, I am healthy, I am unhealthy, I am without, I am unloved. I am powerful, whatever. That is what your awareness of being is. That's what you're aware of being. That's your God, essentially. You know what's so funny about this this whole conversation? Like, watching people. 
thank you. It just came back to me. Well, what we were talking about was this episode might be a little all over the place. You got to bear with me. It's a lot going on in my head right now. But the idea of chosen ones to believe we got dumbass people out there that don't understand you cannot read the Bible literally. So they think that chosen people has something to do with you being in a certain geographical location. Nonsense. That makes no sense. How does that make sense? How does that make, does that make common sense to you? Cause man, I know I'm a little crazy, so maybe I'm the exception. Does that make any sense? No dummies. It don't make no sense. Cause if, If people on the other side of the world are the chosen ones based on where they, they were born, those people in that particular area on the map, then what the hell does that make you? What are you here for? If they've been given that by birthrights, just being born in that area, that makes them the chosen, then what does that make you? Huh? Here's a tip. Somebody just brought this up the other night. I think it was in Inner Circle 2 about um, breaking down the Bible. And I know. I've talked about it for years. And quite frankly, I just ain't really want to. (laughs) But it's of vital importance. Because you church Bible niggas is the problem. With your misinterpretations of everything. This is why we got war right now. Trying to read a spiritual text with a physical eye is insanity. And of course you're going to come up with all terrible results. Of course. Here's a tip. Every place mentioned in the Bible, every place mentioned in the Bible refers to a varying state of consciousness. The whole book is talking about transformation of consciousness. That's the whole book. It is not talking about literal geographical locations. It is not talking about literal people. I'm sorry if that hurts your feelings. Don't take my word for it. It's kind of like the argument with vaccines. If you do just the, I mean, I swear, if you do 10% research, you find the argument proves itself. If you've done any research on the book itself, The origin of words, the misinterpretation of words and language. You would know (laughs) the book cannot be read and interpreted literally. Now, does that mean, does that mean that we can't draw literal principles, physical principles out of the book? Of course, of course. Come on, every physical principle is rooted in a spiritual truth. So of course we can read it, right? And apply it to our day-to-day life. We can make it practical, but you cannot read that book. You're going you're gonna to get, you, when you start to read it, and this is why what I learned when I, when I had this awakening, like, oh my God, I don't know nothing. Like I, I've just been asleep at the wheel. And 
I know nothing. My aha was, well, one of the realizations I came to was this is why pastors preach the same sermons. They only touch certain books and certain verses. They don't, they don't, they, they stay right in certain parts of the book. They ain't going outside of that because there's so much there that cannot be explained. Not literally. You can't, can't explain it. You can't explain it. And so to avoid having to explain it, <laughs> you know what you do? You just avoid it. You pretend like it's not there. I give you a good one. I give you a good verse. One of my favorites. Oh, one of my favorites. Isaiah 45 and 7. I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. You don't find that suspicious? Your Lord God is saying he's the one who's creating both the evil and the peace. You don't find that suspicious. That don't make you say, hmm, why would the Lord God do that? Is, is that right? You can't spin that. The argument is like, well, you know, he allows the devil to do whatever. Hey, no, nigga, that's not what it say. That's not what that says. It says, I, the Lord, do all these things. I'm the one that's creating the darkness and the light. I'm the one that's making the peace and creating the evil. So you want me to come up against evil when it's your God that's saying he creating it. Now, you got to come to one or two conclusions. One your God might be kind of jacked up. He might be playing with you a little bit. He effing with you. Okay. Or two, maybe God ain't who you think it is. Maybe the Lord ain't what you think it is. You got to come to one or two of those conclusions. I give you a hint. It's the latter. And this is how. A Lord can create both is because it's your mind that creates either or you get to choose. The Lord, your God, the God is within. It is you. It is the mind through consciousness that is able to either create peace or create evil, form light or form darkness. But that ain't, that ain't what we're talking about today. I'm excited. I got, I got, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling loved. Love lifted me. Mm. Shout out to the old Baptist, the old Baptist hymn. Did y'all go to those old country churches? Like your grandma's church where they had the wooden pews. They were hard too before they got the upgrades, right? Before they took all the offerings so they could get the little soft padding in the seats. Them hard. They were cold too. Had your little dress on, legs being there, and I was always cold. And those old churches, they had that song, Love Lifted Me. When nothing else would help, love lifted me. That song hit different now. My goodness. Mm. <laughs> love lifted me. Y'all know that song? 
I think the first verse was, I was sinking deep in sin. What is sin? Error in thinking. You in low consciousness. The sin is when you go against divine ideas, divine principles, divine truth. That is what sin is. When you put your attention, your confidence, your, your, mm, what's the word I'm looking for? Your hope in the world versus (laughs) the all. I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore, very deeply stained within, sinking to rise no more. But the master of the sea heard my despairing cry and from the waters lifted me. Now safe am I. Love lifted me. Mm, I got to go find me a version. I need a soul version of that. I know they got I know Kenny Rogers got a version. It's a little unseasoned, though. I need a little soul version of love lifted me. Anyway, what we talking about? Once you've been activated. <laughs> we talking about being chosen, activated. Once you've been activated, baby, there's no turning back. That's what I'm trying to tell you. And you can tie this into being chosen. You know how you know you're chosen? Because you can see. That's how you know. You can see. You see what other people can't. You see what other people won't. They refuse to. When the light comes on for you, when you start to ask the questions that nobody else is asking, when you stop asking the questions that everybody else is asking, when you can't find peace in the common things, the things that give everybody else satisfaction, it, it don't hit for you and you try to make it, but it don't. You, you get the things like ordinary just ain't enough. You start pondering over this thing called life and you want to know why am I here? What am I supposed to be doing? What, what's, what's really going on? What, what? I can't put my finger on it. That's how you know it's you. That's how you know you chosen. You choose you. You've come through this channel at this point in time. This lifetime. I don't know what you've done the previous lifetimes. But this lifetime, you've turned on, baby. You don't put up enough work like you've done enough consciously that you can see this lifetime. That's how you know it's you. That's how you know you chose you. That's why you can't be afraid or run from it. I've said that. I said it to myself because I talk to myself, right? The way I talk like this. Like, nigga, I ain't asked for all this. (laughs) I like, and, and my spirit will come back just as soon as I say that. Like, yes, you did. But you did, though. But you did, though. Why do you think you, why do you think this keep coming up for you? Why do you think this stirs up with you? The other, I don't know, the other last two um, podcasts before last, when I was talking about find, when you get uncertain, when you feel overwhelmed with information and you just, you're like, you just feeling anxious in your life, lean into what resonates with you. Things are resonating with you for a reason. They not resonating with other people for a reason. 
It's not your, don't concern yourself with why other people don't see it. Just focus on the fact that you do and do something about it. So the point in this discussion is once you've been activated, there ain't no turning back. Some of us are in hell. Some of us are in hell. Some of us have been to hell. Because <laughs> we've been trying to turn back. And even if we ain't tried to turn back. I think I've given this kind of analogy before of how I see it in my mind. It's like you have crossed a certain threshold. And it's like this invisible gate has come down. When you turn your head backwards, you can see all of what was. You can see the old version of you. You can see the old things you used to do and you used to like and, and, and the old way you used to think and the old things you used to believe and the, and the people that you used to be connected to. You can see it clearly. I mean, it looks like it's at arm's reach, but that invisible gate has come down and you can't go backwards. When you turn to look forward, there is nothing but darkness. There is nothing but absolute uncertainty. You can't see. You, you put your hand out in front of you, you can't see. So what do you do? You look back. But you cannot go back. <laughs> this is what I call the sunken place. All you need to do is step forward. That's, that's, that's the answer. Step forward, Nick. Why are you staying in this place and you're suffering? Because your attention is on what you don't have. There's an attachment. All of every time you you hear this concept of attachment in, in, in you know when it comes to spirituality, it's about this longing for what was. It's a longing for what you lack, what doesn't currently exist. And you put yourself in a state of suffering. And it loops. The more you look back, the more you long for what no longer is. Like, there is no end of the world. The world ain't coming to no end. Are you crazy? Do you know how long the world has been here? The world is not coming to an end. What's coming to an end is <laughs> the state of consciousness that you're in. This is what Revelations is talking about. That's what's coming to an end. And it feels exactly the way down revelations explains it the dark night of the soul feels exactly like well it says you know it's, it's something in there about gnashing of the teeth or you know i don't want to i don't want to over exaggerate it right because i don't know i don't know what it's like for you you know to just me to be consciously to be conscious and you to pull my teeth out right <laughs> But that could be that could be an interpretation, uh, a misinterpretation there. Anyway, I had to look it back up to see exactly how it was worded. The book has been um, translated so many times. Um, the meanings have have been lost. And. Common sense should say what you experienced the last three years, how they will take a word. And revise it and redefine it. You saw this just in the last three years. Common sense should say to you that it's damn 
is 100% certain that that has happened over 2,000 years. That's just common sense. You saw it happen in 3,000, three I mean, 3,000, in three days. Oh, <laughs> I can't get right. You saw it happen in three years. So certainly 2,000 years, you know that this has happened. What's so scary, I think, I think we get a glimpse of what's possible. No, I don't think I know. You get a glimpse of that that version of you. You get a glimpse of this life that you want and desire. You get a glimpse of, it, it, it's, I mean, it feels so good when you experience it. And it only has to be a glimpse. Like you ain't got to go there for hours or days. You just get a flash of it. And we think the hardest part is the work that's required to get there. But that ain't the hardest part. No, that ain't the hardest part. The hardest part is actually believing that you're worth it. Like our self-concept, how we see ourselves. And I, I, I hate that phrase, like feeling worthy. But I don't know any other way to explain it. Like you see it, you feel it, you resonate with it. You know, like it's, mm, it feels like when you hear people talk about it, when you see other people have done similar things and moved into a different type of living, it stirs something within you and you resonate with it strongly, right? But something in you doubts that you can actually do it. Something in you is afraid of what is required when it comes to leaving the old behind, how you'll be perceived, what that'll look like. We say we don't care what people think. We're liars. We're all liars. We are to some degree, even if you don't want to. Some of us are, are worse liars than others. But to some degree, we do consider how things look. And really, it's less about how the eyes of the world see us. Because how the eyes of the world see us is really how we see ourselves. That's where the judgment is coming from. Is how we think it looks. We are looking at it with the, the judgment eyes. That if I do this, then that would happen. And how does that look? If I do that, well, damn. How will that look? And a lot of us talk a lot of junk. So we on record saying a lot of shit. And it's like, oh, well, if I actually live what feels real to me, what is true to my heart, I got some explaining to do. <laughs> how do I, how do I mm, justify? How do I eat crow? What happens when you just say, fuck it? That's the vibe. That's, that, that's the wave I'm feeling right now. What happens when you just say, fuck it? I'm going to do what I want to do my way. I'm going to live. This is my life. That's an affirmation you should say to yourself over and over. This is my life. This is my life. Everybody else is getting an opportunity to live their life. I, this is my life. And I will stop settling and I will start living. I will stop settling and I will start living. Once you've been activated, ain't no turning back. What does activated even mean? 
we gotta stop throwing words around like really get clear what does that mean you're just saying stuff well what does it sound like when you activate something what do you do you you bring it online baby you turn it on you give it life that's the difference between the chosen and those who aren't and i don't let me let me backtrack here because i've said this multiple times and maybe maybe i gotta revisit this i was about to correct myself but i don't shit i don't know maybe i gotta revisit this before i've said that i believe that everybody is chosen if you're here on this planet you were chosen I said, I, but I, but I thought that, you know, it's not that everybody hasn't been chosen is that everybody don't accept the call. Everybody don't hear the call. Everybody don't like, do you know what's required for you to yield to that voice within? Do you, do you know what has to happen for you to the inklings I just maybe I'm wrong on this. I'm willing. I'm I'm a little flexible on this. I'm a I'm a I'm gonna give it a little bit of thought. But that inkling that I believe everybody has, I just I can't I can't settle with the fact that everybody don't get that spark. Maybe the spark is to a different degree. But it it, it but it's like. It still deals with consciousness, though, now that I think about it, because it's like seeing red cars, right? Let's say you get a new red car. Let's say you get a new, I don't know, Honda Civic. As soon as you get that new red Honda Civic, you start seeing them everywhere. Did everybody just start to get a new Honda Civic? No, you just now aware of it. So I guess it, I guess yeah, now that I think about it, it's okay if you if the if you get the spark if you get the information if you if you get the oh the lights the, if the if the lights is there if you're not aware of it mm, I got to deep dive on that a little bit put a put a bookmark there we'll we'll circle back but my point is. You know that is you. When you've come alive, there's a part of your soul that has awakened. That's when you feel again. You ain't the walking dead. That's a zombie. The zombie has no feelings. It's emotionless. It's soulless. You can go through life every day, go through the same routine. You don't ask no questions. And as long as you're able to take care of yourself, that's fine. And I ain't, and I ain't banging on that. Like if that's your life path, this lifetime, fine. I'm just not talking to those people. I'm clear on who I'm talking to. I'm talking to the people who have done that and that shit ain't working for you no more. I'm talking to the people who bothered by being sick. You just, it just, it just irks you. It's something about you. The idea that you will have to pop a pill for the rest of your life don't sit well with you. The idea that you need to go to a doctor and have them poking on you, doing all sorts of unnecessary stuff, it don't sit right with you. I'm talking to the people who get in that car, going to that, that just soul breaking job every day, year after year. It don't sit right with you no more. The money good, 
but it don't sit right with you. And I'm, and I'm, what I'm trying to say is some people can do it and some people can't. And you gonna know if you one of the ones who can't. And I ain't talking about just lazy motherfuckers either. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking, you gonna, you know the difference. That's, that's, it's a crushing part on the inside that you can't shake. It actually kind of bothers you. You feel a little ungrateful because it's like you got a good thing going. You got a good relationship going, but it ain't feeding you. It ain't, it ain't feeding your soul. It's, it's got all the trimmings, the Christmas tree. It look good on the outside. My family, I probably shouldn't, I probably should share this, but this is just what came to mind as I'm talking about like how you can have all the trimmings of a thing look good on the outside, but the inside is decaying. And I went, I was visiting my pops and he had this shed and the, the shed is wood and it's like plywood and it's dry rotted, right? So he was like, yeah, I'm going to just get some vinyl and put on top of it. I'm like, bruh, you can't just put new vinyl on top of plywood that's, that's rotten. You got to replace the wood. Like at some point, the rotten wood is not going to be able to sustain the vinyl, I don't care how new it is. Whatever new you put on top of it. it ain't, what, ain't that what the good books say? You cannot put new wine in old bottles. Did not we talk about what happens to a snake in its sheds? Or when it doesn't shed? The snake grows. It expands. If it doesn't shed the old skin, it'll suffocate itself and die. Ooh, that was a good one there. Mmm. Shoot, I felt that one. Let me say it again. What happens to the snake when it needs to shed its skin and it doesn't? When it's growing, when it has outgrown the skin that it is, it, mm, I can't even say it. I can't. I can't. I'm. I'm. I feel high right now. And it's been. This is like day thirty-eight in a circle. We've been doing a forty-day all raw. The first um twenty days. We just did all raw and that's just fruits, vegetables, raw nuts. That's it. And then the, these last 20 days, we brought in the herbal cleanse and, and I just feel high, right? <laughs> I feel anyway, what was we, okay. What was I talking about? We was talking about the snake. What happens when the snake is expanding, but it doesn't shed the old skin suffocates and eventually dies that's what's that 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 is what it will happen to you you growing and you expanding you've been activated and the more you try to turn back the more you run away from it it feels like you are suffocating it feels like you can't breathe. And I mean, literally, you will start feeling this in your physical body. Like, not only will you feel like you're going crazy and losing your mind, it feels like your body is like something like you in a battle, a war. Just what is happening to me? I got pain in my chest. I feel, I don't know why I got that on. I feel suffocated. I feel, you know, uneasy. Like my body feels like, ugh. <laughs> like I'm, I've, I've thrown myself in an unknown environment and it feels like it's breaking down. 
That's why you always pay, always pay attention to the body. Always pay attention to the body. Pay attention to how your body responds around certain people. Pay attention to how your body becomes tense around certain people. Your body starts to sweat around certain people. In certain environments. Pay attention to that. Once you've been activated, there ain't no turning back. Ain't no turning back. Ain't no turning back. Can you can you try to force yourself? I think there's two. I think I think it's two. I think we, I, I probably could separate this into two categories. You're going to fall in one or two categories. Can you stay stagnant in that same place? So you can't go backwards. That's apparent. But can you stay stagnant? Like you don't move, you stay stagnant. Yes. But the real ones, your ass ain't staying stagnant for so long. Trust me. You gonna move. You gonna move. Trust me. The pain, the disruption of staying stagnant is going to be so loud and unbearable that the fear of moving forward, yeah, you're going to take it. It's like I, anything other than this. Like that that dark, we should talk about, have we talked about the dark night of the soul? The agony that you experience? Like life ripping you to shreds? It really is though. But it's it's helping you to get back to the real. What's the real? The heart. Love. That's what everything is leading. Trying to help you find your way home. Love lifted me. When nothing else would help. Love lifted me. And I thought it was so cliche. When I first started really kind of getting into the quote unquote spiritual community. Like love. It's just love. And I'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. But what else? I ain't get it though. So you can't get it until you get it. I ain't get it. And 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 there's certain things you can't get until you experience it. Like it really turns you on. And that's what I mean by activated. When you've come online, when when that switch turns on. And what is happening, I don't think we've talked about what physically happens in the body when you have a kundalini kundalini <laughs> kundalini arising and and that has become cliche right we just throw that term around but there are physical changes that are happening in the body there's physical changes that are happening in the spine up through the spinal cord to the brain there there are like when we say rising in consciousness oh the not only is the energy body changing but the physical body is changing as well and this is how it's, you know, you find usefulness in pulling away from the world, pulling away from the things that you normally eat, pulling away from the things. Because what you do when you pull away from the table and the things that normally is so satisfying to those five senses, right? You left with one thing yourself. You left with yourself. And that's what you, when you can't find your footing, right? 
You got to deaden the things that bring satisfaction to your senses. Does that make sense? This is what we mean by bringing the flesh under subjection. This is why we fast. This is why we, I've been seeing a lot. I got to talk about it because I've been seeing a lot of stuff about why women shouldn't fast. I I think I know where it has come from. I don't want to get, I'm not going to go down that right now, but, um, Mm, yeah no <laughs> there's a time and a place wisdom in all things uh, so much of what we're doing we don't understand what we're doing and we see things online and we're just following it like even when you hear me talk about going you know doing all raw doing herbal cleanses you don't just jump and do something that don't make no damn sense to you remember rule of thumb never go against your own good reason and common sense so I don't care you see 50 people doing it, getting results from it. If it makes absolutely no sense to you, why would you do it? Why would you do it? If it makes you fearful, if it makes you anxious, if it makes you doubtful, if it makes you, you know, uneasy about whether it's safe or whether it's healthy for you or whether it, it, it could possibly damage your body. Why would you do it? Anyway. Damn it. I said I wasn't going to get off on a tangent, but I did. I can't remember. It'll come back to me, whatever we were just talking about. The point of the discussion is once you've been activated, there ain't no turning back. And I don't get a lot into uh, what would I call it? You know, some of the some of the spiritual things is what's as that are happening, like shifts that are happening on the planet. And, you know, I don't even think we got to, like, mystify it, right? It's simple. The more the consciousness and awareness on this planet rises, the more things are going to shift. And there's going to be what we already see, this separation. And people are going to, you're going to see a separation of, Old earth, new earth, where old earth, there's going to be absolute, people are going to experience absolute chaos, war, famine. It's going to be this suffering. And then you're going to have people who experience absolute bliss, heaven, love, family, health, wealth. And it's about choosing. It's about you. You can you can get caught up in what well, that ain't right. It ain't fair. Everybody should be this and everybody should have that. Hey, man. Hey, man. Let me go. Let me let me recite the late great Dick Gregory. How you know the universe has chosen you. He said you, you put on the magic glasses. Say, so you know that the universe has chosen you. To put on the magic glasses. No. Yeah. And there's three rules. He said, one, you can never take them off. That's rule one, baby. You cannot take them off. We saying the same thing. There ain't no turning back. Once you got the eye of sight, you don't have, you, you don't, you don't go blind after that. He said, one, you can never take them off. He said, two, when the universe has chosen you and you put on the magic glasses, you can never see things 
the way they're supposed to be. You see things the way they are. Translation, F your feelings. That whole everybody should have, everybody just equal, everybody should just, that's not the way it works because mind is always at play and consciousness is always at play. It is not where you think it's supposed to be. It's the way it T-I-E's. And three, when you put those magic glasses on, you can never force anybody else to wear them. This is why you need to focus on yourself and connect with others who on this same vibe. That's your task. One of the beautiful parts about this time, I just don't have time to be complaining about stuff. I like that song. I was listening to the new Jeezy. Um, I'm, I'm about to have that on repeat. And I think track three is no complaining. I was like, ooh, I love it. And and he, anyway, I could feel that. I'm like, okay. Every, every track I've listened to, I think I've gotten to like, it's like 29 tracks. I think I've gotten to about halfway through and every track he wrote. Just him. I ain't seen no other writers up there. You can he he's he felt every word he wrote. I love it. But I ain't got time to be complaining about the world. I ain't got time to be beefing with the world. Like, do you know how you move yourself out of position when you do that? When you hate, when you find fault in everything, when you find offense in everything, when you complain about everything. No. No, the beautiful time right now is that we connected. We got technology. You can reach the world right now. The world is at your fingertips. What you going to do with it? If there's anything that you want to know, why don't you know it? The world is at your fingertips. If there's anything you want to do, why ain't you doing it? Note to self, learn Spanish. I'm going to put that out there again because I've been bullshit. Why ain't you doing it? Once you've been activated, ain't no turning back. You've signed up for more and you are required to get it. More is yours. It is your responsibility to get in position. It's already yours. You don't have visions and it not be yours. What you see in your mind is real. When the Bible says creation is finished, although I say I'm a creator, right? And I speak about creating things. It's not in the sense that we think of. We're not creating what doesn't exist. The etymology of the word create means to bring forth. That which is in the unseen, you bring forth to the seen. That is your task. Those with sight, those who've been activated. Those in the know, those who can doggone see, that is your task. I have ran away from that idea for a long time just because, you know, I ain't want to feel responsible for nothing. Just, you know, that's some lazy shit. But when you come out of years of feeling like people had expectations for you and wanting you to do this and that and like you was responsible for all of that it's like i ain't responsible for nothing but no i got a responsibility and so do you it's a reason that you can see and nobody else in your family can it is a reason what you gonna do with it you just gonna keep it to yourself what's the point in that
Think about it. Once you've been activated, baby, ain't no turning back. It's go time. And it might not feel it may not feel comfortable the whole ride. She might get bumpy. You might have to, you know. Hell Uber might come through to scoop you up. And I encourage it. I encourage it. So I feel so good when whenever life try to, you know, give me a play play version of hell. Like I done been. I done been. Listen, <laughs> I graduated from the school of hell. What you talking about? Most of us are soft because we ain't never been through nothing. And then when those of us who have, we, we just try to find an escape route. Escape route. It was all about just getting out of it. Get out of it. Get out. No, get, go through it. Discover yourself. See what you made of. See what's really at the core of who you are. Heart. Love. What? <sighs> When you, it's the universal force that's the ultimate I, that's the ultimate protection is love when you're in the frequency of love the world cannot touch you it all makes sense now when you're there nothing in this world can touch you I think I've said before that your Mm, let me see if I'm gonna get it right. <laughs> I be having to remember my own words. Well, how did how did I, how did we phrase it in the past? Your attention is your power. Your frequency is your protection, and that frequency of love is all the protection you need. And you got to get out of. It's it's not just like think about what the love force is. It's the creative force. That's what it is. It's the creative force. It's the God force. It's the God power. It's a divine power. When you're in sync with that, can't nobody touch you. Nothing. That is when you graduate and go to heaven. And heaven is now. Now. The only dying we doing to get to heaven. <laughs> All right, it's some spiritual dying that's going on. It's some low consciousness dying that's going on. But we ain't physically dying to get to heaven. No, sir, no, ma'am. So to all of those who going through, if, if it feel heavy, if it feel tight, if it feel uneasy, if it feel uncertain, if it feel uncomfortable, if it feels doubtful that's confirmation you own the something you on the right track i know that sounds so damn crazy but you on the right track keep going press into that thing and then and make your petitions known put it out put it out what you want what you need yo make this clear to me show me my next best step confirm that this is what i'm i'm seeing this is what I'm gathering for this. Confirm that this is what it is. Make it clear. If it ain't clear for you, make your petition known. Understand that you got a squad. I, I, I get great, great peace in knowing that I got a squad behind me, within me, at all times, around me, above me, at all times. So 
even the periods that I've gone through where I felt the most like I was by myself, like, damn, I'm, it's just me on Rook Island by myself, but never alone by myself, but never alone. You never alone. You never alone. You might be by yourself, but you ain't alone. Tap into that. That's the message of the moment. That's the message of the moment. Once you've been activated, baby, there ain't no turning back. <laughs> ain't no turning back. Let's go. Let's get it. You the one. Think about it. Till next time. That's all I got for you, good people. 